0: welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality
1: TV. 100%. Hello, 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 and welcome to a special mini-sode of TV My Husband Hates, where we have a fabulous guest who we are going to hear from. Her name is Dr. O, that's Mira to everybody who's in the know. And then we're going to do a chat about the Vanderpump Rules premiere episode this week. How are you doing this week, Kat? Good. Thank you very much. How was your week? Yeah, it was all right. It was a lot of watching, but uh, we're good to go.
0: And welcome, Mira. Thank you so much for being on our podcast this week. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Can I just say, you are popping our podcast guest cherry? You are our very first guest. I'm so honored. I feel delighted. I feel honored. I'm so happy. It's a big honor. Let me tell you, we weren't going to have any guests, were we? Like, we were like, this is not that podcast. We don't want to be asking the same questions. And then Reagan's like, "Mm, what about this chick? And we were like, oh my God, we can't not. Yeah. I love it. Um, So first of all, for people who know you, I've been doing most of my stalking on you via Instagram, but that's just actually one small thing of what you do. Tell us You're kind of what I like to call a slasher, which is like this slash this slash this. So tell us what it is that you do, all the things that you do.
2: All the things that I do. Um, First and foremost, I am a reproductive care specialist. So I help individuals who can carry babies um, make choices about that, whether that's going to be the right decision for them or not. I mainly help uh, individuals who are in low income find their best options. Um, I help people with terminations, primarily. Um, I'm an activist for reproductive rights, secondarily. I have worked with legislation here in Colorado to help pass a new sex education reform this past year. I help with those who've been victims of domestic violence. We're working on housing projects here. So activism, medicine, those are my two passions. um,
0: And what was it? What was it? Obviously, like you decided that you wanted to train to become an OBGYN. And then what was it that pushed? What was it specifically that pushed you into the more activism side of it? Like, was there something in particular that made you go, hang on a minute? I need to be doing more.
2: Yeah, I am a woman of color. And seeing so many people, my peers just die in pregnancy, people not having uh, access to care, not having access to termination, not having any idea what to do. They, they were pregnant and they were stuck or they couldn't get pregnant and no one would help them. And pover- cyclical poverty really affected me. I, didn't gr- I grew up very poor. And I saw so many people around me that could have been doctors, could have been anything that just weren't given that chance. And so I wanted to do something to ensure that a new generation would have those opportunities.
0: Yeah, because in the UK, we have a similar thing. I don't know, um, but we there was a recent, well, it's not recent now, actually, but I think it's just come out and the same findings have been confirmed again that actually women of color in the UK are five times more likely to die in childbirth. Like, that's a horrifying statistic, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: It is. And it's absolutely true here. Women of color, especially black women
0: yeah, this, in the United the States,
2: are much more likely to die in childbirth or postpartum complications. And it's, it's awful,
0: So, and you use, obviously you use all the platforms that you have to kind of get that message out there and to do what you can. Um, What actually, what have you been involved in, in terms of the activism side of it? Like what kind of legislation and things like that? It's really interesting to hear about.
2: Yeah. So I worked with Planned Parenthood in Chicago a lot. And then when I moved to Colorado, I just transferred all of that, working with Planned Parenthood, working with uh, Working Families Party, uh, to help pass. We're working right now to work on paid leave. Um, that's just not a thing for many Americans. Uh, yeah. So you have a child, and what happens next? Yeah, you have to go back to work automatically, or you're you've been saving up vacation hours, and not just having a child, but say you're having mental health issues, you're having. family issues. It doesn't really matter what the reason is, but paid family leave is extremely important and something that we're working on with Working Family Party. Um, I'm very active in DSA, which is the Democratic Socialists of America, and working with housing awareness in Denver, Colorado. Um, I definitely think that that's just a huge issue here. I'm working with rent reform, making sure that people can actually afford to live. Um, Medicare for all is probably my my number one platform that I've been working on this past year.
0: Um, and I'm really interested, because obviously in the UK, we are obsessed with like in a weird way with like all things Trump, not in a good way, but just like in this kind of like astonished way. Like have you, I'm, like obviously working with Planned Parenthood, you must have noticed a, a really clear effect that the current administration has had on this kind of, On on, on exactly what you're working to to do.
2: Yeah, we've never had. I mean, last year they passed uh, 121 different laws, the most ever in one calendar year against choice. Wow. Um, Which is, it's insane. I mean, Bush, we thought would be the dumbest president we would ever have and like the (laughs) worst for women. Yeah. And now we have Trump. And we just he's emboldened these people who are so ignorant, so anti-scientist, and it's just ridiculous. He's made an enemy out of an organization that he knows nothing about. And he's just emboldened these other people to be extremely ignorant about Planned Parenthood. And we have we have protesters out. This is my favorite thing. We'll have people with picket signs out of a location. And I just want to, like, open a window and let them know, hey, we actually
0: only do screenings here. (laughs) I know, they're like, they think that behind those doors, like, you're doing all sorts of things. You're like, hang on a minute, we're we're literally just doing tests. Like,
2: that's it. it. I'm like, well, if you um, need to be screened for an STD, STI, or, you know, your heart rate checked, I can help you in here, but I can't really do anything. There are so many locations where, yeah, like, a nurse practitioner is is it there's no one doing any sort of reproductive awareness in that building and they just have their so my thing this is really petty can I share this with you absolutely guys? yes please we love petty do it. I'm, I am queen petty I call child protective services on them when they have children with
0: them. <laughs> I do you know what though I agree like I don't think that you should be enforcing that kind of thing on small children i know they think should
1: also be in school
0: yeah
2: that's my well, thing i'm like it is tuesday it <laughs> is <laughs> 9 a.m <laughs> your child should be in reading circle right now not with a malformed completely ridiculous picture of a fetus it's like they're saying is six weeks and i'm like that is what an eighth month fetus looks like what mm. are you
0: doing these people man it's so like, ridiculous it, you can't There is no cure for cunt. Sorry, that's where I'm going with that.
1: No, Um, it's terminal cuntitis. I mean, I I honestly never thought I would have a president that made me want to have a Bush in office, and this one does. I know, right?
0: Same. But then, of course, as an OBGYN, there's a very deep and dark irony because I don't know if it was that recently, actually, but you also have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer yourself.
2: I have, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So, I wanted to get a breast augmentation. <laughs> I really... Who doesn't? I, yeah, I was about I to really, say. It was a lifelong dream of mine. I have always been a part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. <laughs> and I wanted to revoke that membership. So, I was in my residency. I was, like, finishing it up. I'm like, you know what would be a great reward for me? Oops. Boops. So I go to an office, I'm, like, so excited, they're doing the exam, they're like, okay, everything, I didn't have any lumps, obviously, in the breast, but they have to do a full screening, you know, you get a full physical, a workup, a panel, and they called me the next day and asked me to come in again, and I assumed, oh, I must have perfect case scenario, we're good, and my nothing Good to go trigger. straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he sat me down, he's like, I think we need to send you to an oncologist because you have really high markers. Gosh. And I really thought he was joking with me because I'd been really tired and fatigued, but, I mean, what med student ha- hadn't?
0: You right. know, I and worked, how how old were you at this point, sorry? <laughs> 22. Oh, my God, your baby.
2: Um. So I... I was young. <laughs> I mean, I've been battling for three years. So it's been a really long journey. Um, and we kind of thought everything was going to be fine. I went to the oncologist um, and like, well, you have you have this. It's aggressive, but we think we can handle it. I wanted to get a full hysterectomy. They wouldn't do it because of my age and I'm a woman. And so, of course, um, I might want to have kids. So... Unfortunately, a lot of the hospitals in Colorado are religiously backed. So I was at Kaiser Permanente, shout out. Um, <laughs> they're Catholic. And so they will not do a hysterectomy on someone. It's I, fucking ridiculous. I, I was on phone calls with insurance over and over and over. And then it spread, unfortunately.
0: Because Hang I on. Had, so, so you mm-hmm. could have, if, you'd, if your own personal choice had been respected and they had Mm -hmm. given you the hysterectomy then is there a chance that would have prevented the spread of the cancer
2: absolutely yeah Uh, any estrogen based cancer is inevitable like the spread is just likely um so if we can remove as much of the situation as possible that's just the best case scenario I mean if it was my patient I would tell them this is what you should do. You should get a hysterectomy. You should get a double mastectomy. And then yeah. we're le- we are putting you in the best possible position to
0: not die from cancer. And because so my- you're, go on, I was going to say, so you're saying that decision, is this a fact or is this what you think? And I'm only asking because I want to kind of be clear in my own head. The decision for them to not grant the hysterectomy, you think was very clearly linked to the fact that it was a religiously backed hospital?
2: Absolutely, 100%. We we know that that's why. Wow. Um, just based on talking with other patients in the Oncology Award who are similar, even older than me, there's a lady that she unfortunately passed away. Um, we were going through chemo together at the same time, and she was 10 years older than me, and they wouldn't give her a hysterectomy. So... And there's nothing, I mean, I we had talked to lawyers and different people and they're like, well, there's really, you know, when you sign up for these insurance plans, you're essentially at the behest of insurance and in the hospital you go to. It's
0: but, really, it's really crazy. Obviously Reagan's lived in the UK and I'm sure that you have, you know, I don't know whether you've been, but it's it's such yeah. a different system for us like none of our hospitals are religiously attached it, that you know that is mm-hmm. i didn't even know that that was a thing and then obviously we know that the impact that insurance can have on healthcare in the us especially if it's something that you can't afford and um and it's just really shocking to see such an example of kind of the damage that that system can do yeah
1: yeah, I mean, I think, you know, just going kind of both ways, though, as well, I mean, I'm not a huge proponent of the insurance system, but I I mean, I think you have a problem. You have problems with every system, and I think it kind of comes down to, especially on women-based diseases yeah. and women, women's cancers. Like, if it was a man... They would just do whatever they needed to do. They would
2: remove the testicle. They'd
1: remove the testicles. They'd get on with life. And that would be like their first step. But I think it's based on the fact that like you're a woman, you're a young woman, you may want to have babies because isn't that what we all aspire to do and be? And that puts people's lives at risk. So I, I, I mean, I definitely think like the religious-based mm-hmm. hospital comes into it, but I do think you probably, maybe I'm talking out of turn, I think you probably see it across all kind of healthcare systems just based on gender. Like yeah. your gender role is as a woman, you're supposed to have babies, so we are not going to remove your uterus. We're going to try to do everything we can to protect to protect your reproductive rights even though that's against what you actually want. Does that make yeah. sense?
0: Of course. Yeah. I mean- You know. So, where are you with your treatment now? I
2: last spring, this past spring, I was given two years um, with hope. I am undergoing a pretty invasive experimental treatment right now that involves a couple small surgeries that are sprained out and internal chemo. So, instead of the traditional chemo, you sit there. For a couple hours they go in through a surgery essentially they put it in your stomach and kind of spread it around <laughs> um
1: yeah
2: <laughs> so it's a little more invasive the downtime is more because you're going under and you're having a surgery um so we'll see where that where that goes i don't i'm in this like lull right now essentially like i don't know what's gonna happen i'm being really positive and hoping for the best because my life's kind of been put on hold I can't see patients I have no immune system so I've ramped up other parts of my life with activism and doing other things so that I don't completely lose my mind but that's kind of where I'm at it's
0: really I mean it's really it's really hard to hear that kind of story and I'm you know but I it's I think what you're doing is such an inspiration for so many other women, but also more importantly, like we need to be getting ourselves checked, right? We need to be making sure that we are screened when we're supposed to be screened. So, um, what is the process in the U S in terms of screening for ovarian cancer?
2: Here's where it's going to make you really upset. Um, Ovarian cancer is a silent killer. So only 25% of people who are diagnosed will survive past five years. Um, It's really hard to detect early on. Uh, So here in the U.S., you're essentially told after, you know, 23 to 26, you should get a pap usually once every couple of years. I mean, it used to be six years. Some people... If you're, for example, like, I'm Jewish, so Jewish people can carry, like, the BRCA gene, Um, we're more likely to. So if you're under a certain ethnicity, they might say, hey, just because of this, you should probably come in every two years instead of every five years. But there's a very horrible operation we have going on here because who can afford to do that? You know, some people might have a health concern and they're going to put it on the back burner because it's either I get this checked out or I have to pay a $5,000 bill, whatever, that I can't afford. So the monetary worth that we have here, it it makes it really hard for people to just get regular screenings. That's I think that's number one issue secondly we don't have an early detection for ovarian cancer there there's zero early detection so generally when people find out they're in the third or fourth stage All right uh you can't just go in get a pap and they find it they might find cancerous cells and that's what will like lead them to ultimately find it but generally speaking it's It's not even found in most paps. So, what we really need to advocate for is early detection for
0: ovarian cancer screening. And and you're saying it isn't a pap smear that does that? What would it be? Like, is there something that. Technically, it
2: would be just like how we find out if someone has endometriosis. You'd go in. Inside right. for a surgery. Yeah. So, and, and that's not always the case. But like I said, if they can find some cancerous cells, but you can't always just from that swipe in a pap. Of course. So if someone has other symptoms, they might look into it more. But, you know, if you went in tomorrow and you're just like, I'm going to get my regular pap, they swiped it. They might not find that. And then a year later, you are feeling really off. And then it turns out you
0: have stage three ovarian cancer and like before we move on like what kind of symptoms could there be that's the other issue so what
2: i had was just being an exhausted college student
0: right
2: (laughs) so the symptoms link up if you're it's also can be asymptomatic that's the a huge issue um change in if you've always been someone that's had a pretty uh On point cycle, and all of a sudden it starts to go rapidly off. You just stop having it. Um, Abdominal pain, change in how it feels to urinate or have bowel movements if sex becomes painful. But again, these are all things that could be linked to so Many many other things. Other things that you might not think, like, oh, I might have ovarian cancer. You're just thinking, oh, I have a really painful period or, oh, I'm stressed out. So my period is different. But I tell people if your period is changing constantly, you definitely do need to get that checked out no matter what, even if you think it's nothing, even if you go in and they find out it's nothing, it's better to just really, I can't drill it into people's heads enough that tracking your menstrual cycle is extremely important.
0: That's really interesting. I think if even if people just go away with knowing that they could really benefit from really tracking Mm -hmm. their menstrual cycle, I have no, like, Because you know what? I'm 38 and I've got my two kids. I'm not doing any more. I really yeah. don't care much about my menstrual cycle, essentially. like It tends to be fairly regular, but yeah. it may not be. And maybe actually that's something that we could all be being a little bit more conscious of for sure. Now,
1: I, I'm like the queen of being terrible always about tracking mine. But- I, um, there's an, in the health app on the iPhone, there is now a period tracker and it lets you like scroll down and kind of talk about like the symptoms and if it's a heavy flow or a light flow, it's all in like the health app now. Um, it's like the new operating system, but, um, I found that, pre- I've done it for one month, like, let's be real, like, I've, I've tracked it the three days that I had my period this month, but... Um, <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it is January, that's when we're like... Yeah, 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 it's a, it's a new year, yeah. new
1: me, now we're, we're tracking everything, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> So, I have personally found that very helpful, but what I wanted... For those three days? Yeah, for those three days, it's helped a lot, but it keeps track of it. So, like, then it tells me when I should expect my next one, and then you can edit it, and then I think it will, you know, collate the data. So, at least you kind of have that, and it's on your phone, which the majority, I think, of us, you know, have or whatever. Um, But I want to... Like really quickly, so I think what I get from Mira is that we all need to be advocating, like advocating for some early detection mm-hmm. for uh, ovarian, cervical cancer, kind of all all the lady business parts. Um, I also feel like when I was younger, the recommended was a Pap smear every year. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to the UK in 06, and then the UK was every three years, and then when I've moved back, it's now become. Every three years here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find that kind of fascinating. Like, yeah. It's it, the insurance
2: companies right. are the ones that ultimately made that move. Um, insurance, uh, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and now lobbied for that, essentially saying this is unnecessary. People don't need this. They showed these like faux statistics from some horrible med school in uh, the Jamaica, like that Mm. med school that's like anyone can get into. I think it's just like, it's extremely expensive. But if you want to become a doctor and you're not very intelligent, you go there. The Disney School of Medicine. Yes. They did these stats. I'm using air quotes, everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what these insurance companies use to show that we don't
0: need these that often. And it's killing individuals who have a uterus yeah and you know i mean in the uk it's the same the reason it's three years isn't because of the insurance company because we have a state-funded health system and they just can't afford to fund Mm perhaps for everybody every year so we do it every three years um but yeah i think you're right and i think if this podcast if anybody's listening to this podcast and is worried or has concerns or is going you know what I have been skipping my pap smears because, yeah. let's face it, yeah. nobody wants to go for a pap smear. Nobody wants to go and get their vagina out while somebody shoves something up it, scrapes a bit out. It, it's not nice for anybody, but if it even gives you an indication that something might be wrong, um, it's it's worth it. And they take five minutes and mm-hmm. get it booked in. If you haven't done it and you've been missing them, then like put the, pause this podcast, make your appointment, and come back to it for some Vanderpump realness.
1: Absolutely.
2: Please, please do.
1: Get your lady parched checked. They're important.
0: Absolutely. They are golden. Oh. Right.
1: Absolutely. Shall, Shall we move we on?
0: Shall we move on? Now, I'm going to give you... <laughs> Listen. There's so much to say right now, because if you are only listening to this and not watching it... Um, and you're not watching just, it, because Reagan hasn't learned how to edit
1: it. video yet.
0: Um, You will, you, I need to describe the scene. So obviously Mira and Reagan are next to each other and Reagan is now holding in between them a big Pyrex measuring
1: drug. It's the eight cup one for all of you Americans out there. It's the big eight cup Pyrex pourer that all all of you fellow wasps are very familiar with. Her Pyrex is bigger than yours.
0: Anyway, anyway, it's full of ice and champagne.
1: She's using it as a champagne bucket. I don't have an ice bucket and my mom, mom, if you're listening, I'm very sorry. I'm Terry Ellis, sure sh- yeah, sort
0: this shit out.
1: So embarrassed, but um, I realized I didn't have an ice bucket to open champagne at 10 a.m. in the morning or sparkling <laughs> wine, not champagne. So I created my own with a Pyrex jug and some ice because that's how you roll when you have a guest over.
0: Absolutely. Uh, let that's me tell you, that is you our know. image for the feed on Instagram. I want a picture of you with your Pyrex champagne bucket.
1: Done, done. even if the bottle is empty, which it will be.
0: be. Well, while you guys top up your uh, sparkling wine, uh, I'm going to just do a little bit of a disclaimer here because as we've mentioned in previous podcasts, I am not a a regular Vanderpump watcher. In fact, I'm not a Vanderpump watcher at all. So rather than go back through the last 11 billion seasons and rewatch them all because I just don't have fucking time. I think it's only been four so you're all right, but anyways. I'm coming in cold. And it's the worst ones are coming cold too because there's 110 billion characters. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm pretty
1: excited about you coming in cold though, to be honest, because I, I would like a different perspective because obviously Mir and I have been watching and are diehard and, um, we are very entrenched in the lives of the servers at Sir and now TomTom. So Mm -hmm. it would be nice to have an outsider's opinion on all the ridiculousness going on at this little corner of LA.
0: I mean, there's a lot of fucking ridiculousness. They're horrible people people <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean it's brilliant television question yes. is yeah. tom tom i'm assuming tom tom is a new edition it's previously just been sir
2: no i they
1: own At, 33 restaurants
2: in total but i mean sir pump uh villa blanca mm-hmm. tom tom is just their newest edition
1: they opened it last season
2: yeah
0: but the sh- so has the show gone across all the restaurants or is it they've, just
2: they've kinda I mean they've definitely filmed in right. uh Villa Blanca and
1: I We think saw Pump. Pump. We saw the opening of yeah, Pump. Yeah, saw the seasons opening ago. of Pump.
2: The manager of Pump was involved in um a couple different like fundraising things. I feel like in season five and then last season as well, they're never really like filmed there unless like Stasi's getting drunk off of like Pinot at like yeah. Villa Blanca. But they have, like, but, but it's it's always filmed
0: just in pump.
1: I mean, okay. Lisa and Ken are, like, restaurant dons yeah. in L.A. Well, because, and now I, they,
0: I mean, I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so I, right, I, yeah, I know that.
1: Just, well, I mean, you're also British. Don't you all know people? Don't you all know each other over there?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, me and Lisa are like this.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, more, <laughs> more like that, but, you know. Um, okay, got it. So, I'm going to let you guys start, and I'm going to jump in.
1: All right. So let me get my notes up because they were up and now we've had a bunch of chat and I've refilled wine. Um, so this season opens up, I think, really interestingly. So it kind of opens up um, with Tom Tom, And I kind of had mixed feelings about Tom Tom kind of being included because even though it's Lisa's restaurant, the two Toms, Sandoval and Schwartz, Schwartz um, are kind of, air quote, in charge of it.
2: It doesn't make absolutely any sense because when they're building this restaurant building air quotes, they kind of show them like in tank tops, like swinging axes and then they're just gone. I mean, obviously a restaurant takes like a year and then time to build and they just kind of appeared on a motorcycle and they made it very clear in the reunion that they really only worked on the bar menu that Lisa didn't
1: use. Right. Um,
2: So I think that they're just kind of there to be the face and sometimes
1: yeah, I would I would agree with that. So I think the two Toms are the face of the bar, but I mean ultimately it's Lisa's. They bought in for a pretty minuscule amount, five percent. Um, yeah, five percent. They own. I think the two of them together own five percent. Oh, so two and a half of the bar. Age.
0: Yes. And just to add this, all one of those Toms is also the Tom that got ditched as the best man by Jax. Yes.
1: Yeah. Later to be reinstated.
0: Just, yeah. Got it. Just joining all the dots. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of toms. It's tricky. There are a lot of yeah. toms. Yeah. Okay. Only one
2: Tom has blonde hair clip in extensions, though, that are horrible.
1: Oh my gosh. He's ridiculous.
2: Yes.
0: Yeah. There is a lot of questionable fashion choices throughout the whole yeah. thing.
2: There, there is. is. There's a lot of fashionable uh, fashion choices and collagen choices, you yes. know, I would say. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm I, with you. I, I think, like, my summary of Vanderpump Rules is, like, if you look at yourself at your absolute most narcissistic... Probably in your early twenties, because I think that's when we're all probably at our most narcissistic and you've just stayed I mean, there, there is for fifteen in her years.
0: Early 20s, so you just Well no, her she, she's in her late twenties
1: now. But yeah. yeah, like I think or or your late teens. Cause actually I was probably most narcissistic at like 1920.
2: I'm extremely narcissistic. We already talked about this. I would like fit in with them. So I I'm like the meanest person. I'm the nicest mean person. Like I would fit in too well. That's why I can't.
1: She's being so modest. She's a fucking doll, and she's <laughs> lovely to hang out with. But
2: I'm just very—I um, I lack that filter where you're supposed to like not be honest with people when people don't actually want you to be honest. I'm like, oh, well, you asked me, so I'm going yeah. to. No, leave. I'm, I'm with
0: you on that. I think that's she's a, one of I us. think that's a commendable yeah. quality. I don't. One hundred percent. I think if you ask the question, you got to get the answer. I agree. Um, so okay,
1: go on. Just back to the show. What we kind of have when we come up is that we find out that Katie, Lala, and Brittany Mm -hmm. no longer work with Sir. Correct. So they're the only ones. So they no longer work there. They all used to be waitresses. Um, Bo has joined the cast. Stassi's... Bo. Boyfriend. during Yeah, Stassi's Bo. Stassi's Bo. I love him, by the way.
2: He could replace either tom or like pretty much any cast member and i'd be okay with i it. think
1: he could replace kind of all the dudes and i'd he be okay absolutely with
0: it. could and we could remove Jax for Bo. i'm all for it oh, petition yeah. that yeah I, I think Bo was great it's just to make sure i'm talking about the right guy he's the one with the girlfriend stacy who talked about having a funeral where everybody has to look like her and she'll be um what's the word i've written it down Taxidermied and nobody yes. has selfies with her.
2: Okay, great. I'm there. Which I love. That's iconic. Also, yeah. she famously said that her personality is spray tans, her cardio is online shopping and blowouts, and I've never felt someone relate to me. I was like, y- you are basic. Your her basic bitch ethos is so on point.
1: I, I totally that. agree. She's your, I think she's, she's your incredible. spirit animal.
0: She's your spirit animal.
2: I think you know what I think is that she's the only one that's actually completely relatable. She's the only person that I think isn't completely full of shit on the show. She's like, no, I'm super basic. I was really mean at first, and I feel like she's the only one that got her comeuppance and really followed through. Like, Lisa hated her. They've come full circle. Stassi's great. She deserves Bo. And mm-hmm. I'm really happy that Bo is now. I can't wait to see how Bo plays out this season.
1: I think he totally mellows her out.
2: Oh my God, yes.
1: Shuts down her crazy. And like, I think she's appreciative of that. Like, I, I agree with you. Like, I have a very, very big spot for Stassi in my heart. I think she has definitely showed the most personal growth out of anyone Absolutely. in that show since season one and i think she is probably the most real as well like what you see is what you get with her mm-hmm. and i 100 percent appreciate that on so many levels
2: i agree she's yeah she's the only one that i'm like uh okay obviously they're all fame chasers that's not a question but she's the only one that's just owned that and stayed true to her entire image the entire time she's never strayed from that
0: she did no. seem to me as well to be the only one that really had like some smarts about her. Like, I felt like yeah. I could yeah. really, even though, yes, I could see she was a bitch. Yes, I could see she was difficult, tricky, dramatic, all of that stuff. But she has like a smart brain in that head of hers. Yeah. The others didn't, I didn't really get that. I've got to say, Jax is probably my first impression of Jax is that he's
1: not very bright. 100%. He's really
0: narcissistic and he's kind of a
1: massive wank puffin. He's a mimbo. Oh, he is yeah. a male bimbo. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like, he came across as definitely, like, really not the fucking sharpest tool in the box. Isn't the term gid? He's a gid. Yes. Yeah. What's yeah. a gid?
2: He's a just a total jackass. I don't know. I Like, in Pakistan, Fair. we would just be like, you're a gid. You're a total jackass. Like, loser. I can't stand you. He... He's another one, like okay. His relationship with Brittany is so trash. The fact that 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 entire thing, other than the Tom, like Tom, Tom and Katie, yeah, that's my first least favorite marriage of all time. But <laughs> Brittany and Jack's getting married. I'm sorry, Brittany. Like I know you want to like have this like. I don't even know what she wants because I used to think she was so sweet and innocent and charming. And then the second she let Jax cheat on her on national television and get away with it with her mom's frosted lip gloss. (laughs) That was (laughs) the most iconic moment of last season was Brittany's mom's pink 2007. She had to have gotten that from like Walmart in 2011. She's been holding it on
1: since
2: frosted pink lip gloss Chewing jacks out about not going to church. Why are those two still together?
0: That's it for it, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like she she wants him to be so she's wait, like waiting for him to be something that he's never gonna be.
1: Never. Well, and Kat, he's our age. Like he's in his late thirties. No, he's forty now. Or he's He's forty now. now. He's He's actually older than us. He's older. So like, this is a look I expect from like a twenty-two-year-old dude who like came from a small town and went to L.A. It's not a look that I expect from like a forty-year-old man. I think
2: all of the steroids he's been doing has just like penetrated his brain. He can't make a smart decision. And Brittany, maybe it's like leaching into their water because she. Like I said, I was so Team Brittany. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Brittany. And then you just ruined it. I was like, if she would have left Jax, she would have stayed on the show. It probably would have created like a really fun yeah. dynamic of her being single, adorable, and Southern. But her with Jax, I just, I can't be about that.
1: And Lisa would have totally taken her into the fold. Completely. She would have fired Jax, never hired him back, and, oh. like, kept her. Because she's, like, a sweet, yeah. loving individual. But I, I completely agree with you. Like, if you let somebody cheat on you on national television and just, like, kind of be okay with it, like, that's not a good look for yeah. women.
2: no, it's not. It's horrible. Especially when last season they were all about Katie's whole thing was being about women and, like, supporting yeah. women, which was
0: so fake. So fake. Interesting. I didn't know any of that backstory. Brittany has some self-respect. Where is she? Why did she go back to him? Also, why is Jack still here? If he's such a pain in everybody's ass, why has Lisa Vanderpoort fired him?
1: Girl, like, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. Like, he used to date Stassi. Mm -hmm. He slept with Kristen. He slept with pretty much every mildly sexual female probably within 50 miles of LA. I think he slept with, like
2: everyone except Lala.
1: Yeah. I don't think he what slept if, with Katie, and Katie either.
2: Lala and
0: Katie. What about she- 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 Sheena? Sheena? Sheena. Her. She, she I feels like a bit of the female you. Jax. <laughs> Is she the she, female Jax? No.
1: Oh. Mm.
2: So what kills me about Sheena? We first learn about Sheena in Real Housewives because she oh, it, she shags so-and-so's Brandy's husband. Brandy, Brandy husband. Glanville. David oh. Cabrini. Or he, yeah,
1: he's an actor. Yeah.
2: Got it. Yeah, she was so, an adulterer. Yeah. yeah. And she gave Lala so much. They were bullying Lala for doing the same, well, accusing her of doing the same thing. And I'm like, Sheena better shut her mouth because we, the entire world learned about her as someone who was, yeah, sleeping with a married man and ru- actually ruined
1: yeah. Brandy's husband's name was Eddie Cibrian, who is now married to Leanne Rhimes. Leanne
2: Rhimes. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And Sheena was like the complete downfall of, yeah. that, of that marriage. And. I also wanted to give her a chance. I liked her her second nose job the best. I like second nose job Sheena. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite Sheena form. <laughs> if we're talking, like, I feel like it's like a Pokemon, and her second evolution <laughs> is my favorite.
1: Is that too much? No, that's one hundred percent on no. point. <laughs> no, not too much. Well,
2: second evolution Sheena. Um, I for a couple of seasons I was like, okay, I bad for her because Stassi was so mean to her. Yeah,
1: she was pretty harsh.
2: Um, and then she became full stage five Klinger crazy. I compared her to, do you watch You, the Netflix show, um, where he locks a woman in a cage. She is that. She's that type of crazy. I feel like she's going to kidnap the next guy who swipes left on her on Tinder. And I like... Put a dog collar on him and like, Even I i don't forever. know, she has issues. And she's so sweet and so pretty and so nice. So I'm like, you don't need to do this much.
1: But apparently a terrible kisser.
2: Apparently
0: oh, a terrible I kisser. Like, how mean? But also, she's mad as a box of frogs. It's yeah. it, she, mad as a box of frogs. Already she's snogged the guy, oh, fuck, the name.
1: Max? She slept with Max Brett. Yeah. and snogged Brett. And Brett, yeah.
0: She's and gone for Max the whole new. Slept crew. with Dana. Yeah. Yes. But he also but I, slept with somebody at Sir. Sheena. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so much. Like, how the. F- I need like a family tree of fucking. It's a tangled web. web. I'll yeah. create you we one. You need a whiteboard with like pet. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a lot. <sighs> it's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So it's let's go industrial.
2: through
0: the show. So, so essentially. Um, I'm trying to think of where to start because obviously a lot of it is intro. We find out that uh, there's lots of, all of these people have moved in together and they all live in the same house.
1: No, they've all bought houses in the same area. area.
0: They're all in the valley. Katie and Tom have a house chilling.
1: Yes. The pajama party. The warming
0: party. Um, And some shit kicks off there. So talk me through... What the shit is in the housewarming slash chilling party?
1: So the major shit is that Kristen and Carter are air quote broken up, Mm -hmm. but they still hang out every day and sleep together and live together. But she is now with the Lego Man Beard. The Lego Man Beard, one hundred percent. Got it. So Lala calls him out for using Kristen as a sugar mama because like he's had no job and she's paid all the bills and. This has kind of been the longest ongoing relationship other than Katie and Tom. Completely. That we've seen on the show.
0: To be honest, um, I was bored of it, and I've only watched one episode, and I was yeah. bored so, of that. I can only imagine Chris, how bored they are.
2: Kristen could leave, like, I'm sure if she told Lisa, is she, you know how Lala, like, fake quit? If mm-hmm. Kristen did that... Lisa Vanderpump would be like, "Thank God you're out, never come back." Because don't let you know the what? door hit you where the good yeah, one split. Yeah, seriously, you. Kristen can leave. I would be so okay
1: with that. Well, she hasn't actually worked at Sur for like the past four, four years. years. Yeah. So what so if she, she still do? It. She's, she's just a friend. Like, yeah. like if she's you a, think about it in housewives terms, she's a friend on the shows because she knows on. so many people because she used to work there. So she's all entwined in their lives. She slept yeah. with most of them. And I 100% get where all the other girls are coming from in this kind of issue. Like, she's telling all of her girlfriends that she's broken up with this guy, but then continually hanging out with them. And they know it's no good for her. So they're like, you need to get out of this situation. He's a dick. Or you just need to be honest with yourself and you want to still be together.
2: Especially because she's always putting her nose in everyone else's relationships and issues. How many times has Kristen been the one that's, Knocked down the domino. 110 billion. Literally every single time, every every season, every reunion, she's just like piping up when she just has
0: no uh, business.
2: She's a little shit starter. She is. totally. So it's like now okay. she's upset that people are calling her out. And it's like we don't care that you're still with Carter. Boring. Like no, literally, no one cares because he's pointless, useless. Get a job. He's a bum. He's a douche. Has a shit beard,
1: Uh literally
2: a shit beard, shit eating grin. Yeah,
0: boring. Yes. So, break up with him. Stay with him, but just don't lie about it.
1: Right. I. So I think.
0: I was going to say the issue is if you've got if you've got a girlfriend who's relying on you for emotional support and you are spending time and energy away from whatever it is you're doing to support her through this really hard time, which of course we'll all do because we're not cunts. If you then keep going back to the guy and and go, oh, I'm hurt again, oh, I'm going back, again. oh, I'm hurt again, eventually we're like, do you know what? There's only so much that you can emotionally rape me for the, for on this. Like you Completely. need to let Absolutely. me go and either make shit or get off the fucking pot.
1: Yeah, well, and she cries all the time. Oh, all the time. And, like, I mean, I don't want to be harsh here. I don't cry. I only cry at, like, really cheesy bullshit commercials and things like that. <laughs> but um, other than that, I, I'm not a crier. And so I don't want to come off as harsh saying that, but she fucking overdoes it. It's like, she come on. She
2: tears, though. Yeah. You
1: know, it's not. No. So this fight that breaks out at the housewarming is Lala standing up to Carter and being like, stop using my friend as a sugar mama and fucking move on because you're no good for her. And then he's like, but she calls me all the time. So he kind of... Which is a fair point. And I think that's what Lala took away from that. She's like, oh shit. Like, obviously we're not getting the full story. We're supposedly her friends and that kind of fucks me off. And then Kristen goes retarded.
2: Lala, though, is another one who just... Can't because so many. Uh, here's my theory: so many people have been dramatic against her that she feels like, oh, I should be the one calling people out now because so many people did it to her for the past two, three seasons. And she's, yeah, she's sober pretty, now, right?
1: Yeah, she's yeah. pretty high and mighty with her seven months she sobriety. Is.
2: She's extremely high and mighty about it. Her brows look amazing, though.
1: The woman well, knows how to like put together her face. She does.
2: She looks.
0: Amazing. She wants to be Dorie yeah. so bad. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she does want to be Dorit so bad. That's so true. (laughs) But listen, what's her story? Is she, like, married to somebody really wealthy?
1: Would you like to take this one, Mirror?
0: What happened? Lala
2: is a professional former sugar baby. So she was bagging rich men all over West Hollywood, L.A., Beverly Hills, until she found Randall, who was, like, her secret guy, That everyone was like, he's married, like, her Range Rover fund guy for, like, a solid year. Yeah. I think before she finally came clean about who she was in a relationship with. I think it's the weirdest relationship. Yeah. She's like, I stand by my man. Um, He's my man, my boo, my baby. And I'm like, a year ago, he was, like, this secret... Weird, you can't talk about me thing, yeah. She's a professional sugar baby. He He got a divorce, yeah, which is the difference. Yeah,
1: I think when he got a divorce, she really made their relationship public, really,
2: like very quickly. Yeah,
1: they went on um Jeff Lewis's design show because he was like designing part of their Their house house together now, and it was just
2: really in your face, like kind of gross.
0: It made me feel like. I was going to say, I feel like she's kind of playing this part. I don't know. I didn't know before, but the fact she's been seven months sober makes me think she was kind of, um, like she was a drunken mess before. Yeah. yeah. Now she was like, I run the household. I give killer BJs. Like, I feel like yeah. she's doing this, like Susie homemaker thing. Plus the BJs. Yeah,
2: she definitely, like I said, she wants to be Dory so bad. Look at like the age difference. Like. The fake culture thing. She's like, she, like, I feel like she watched a couple episodes and she's like, has a little notebook. She's like, all right, Dorit did this. And, oh, wait, Dory got that bob cut. So I'm going to do that next season. And, like, I think that she's trying really hard to keep up this very Beverly Hills persona that is just not her, like, at all, so, I don't get it.
1: There's a new film on the Netflix on on the Netflix, something like Netflix. my grandma on the Netflix. There's this new film. Um, thanks, Mima. Uh, so he was the producer on it, and it's called The Irishman, and that's been kind Ooh. of the only project that oh. has had a lot of buzz. So that's kind of been his newest thing. I think she may be in it. I could be talking total shit well, out of my ass. We are about to
0: start watching it, so I will let you know.
1: Let okay. us know next season.
0: Yeah. Um, but, okay, so but they that's who that, he is they have that fight Kay has that fight and then there's this whole um, we can talk a little bit about the groomzilla Jax because oh, he Jesus. gets his like panties in a twist over Tom Not my sex, feeling exactly, on this is Tom's yeah. kind of an alright decent guy Jax is being a dick that's how yeah. I, it came to me
2: you can't hate either Tom I no. feel like both of the Toms are just like lovable morons mm-hmm. you know like I, I don't think either Tom has ever done anything where I'm like gross oh yeah he's a horrible person um jack's on the other case like so tom didn't text you back i i don't even think brides do that i was like this is no what is going on right now and he's this entire season is just gonna be jack's being that way i feel
1: yeah, I feel like Jax is writing um writing this I'm now this reformed man because now I'm engaged and I'm going to settle down with this one woman. So everybody needs to get on board. It's like my like he's the bride. It's his time to shine. And I don't understand this whole like co like co-best man bullshit that's oh going God, around. So the dumb. Tom's the Tom Sant Tom Schwartz, Schwartz did it. Yeah. So he had Jax and Tom, right? Yeah. As their like his like co best oh, men. Oh, so, pick like, a lane. Just had- choose one. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just, it, like, they're like 14-year-old girls in in this, like, they really are. transition thing. So they're How fighting for each other's best friendship. it they were, like, in that
0: little pool. It was almost like they should have been braiding each other's hair while they, like, chatted it all out and then sort of hugged at the end. But Jax just came across as really entitled. I felt like this wedding thing is becoming his moment to kind of put himself front and center. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, when I looked at who he was marrying, I couldn't make it work like it just didn't fit the two didn't fit together yeah no it
2: doesn't and honestly their relationship has literally never made sense to me like that is nothing against like britney like i said i was so she's so sweet and so kind that i'm like obviously there's something i was missing there where she just maybe she just really wanted to be famous or like i don't know what it was but i'm like how could you be with this person and she just didn't seem like his type at all. Like, if you look at, like, every girl Jax has ever slept with, and then this is the girl he marries, there's, like, a missing The missing like, link. link. Yeah. Got it. Jax yeah. is horrible.
1: He is. He's a horrible human being. Like, he's all the things. Like, you know what? He's Ashton of LA. Like, he's kind of all the misogynistic bullshit grossness wrapped and maybe, I guess, what some people call a pretty package, he's really oh, not I my he's type. So
2: He used to be kind of cute, and then it was like the steroid, the tan just kept getting worse yeah. and worse.
0: The STIs then, probably don't help either. Yeah,
2: no. I'm sure. I'm like, not come on, look.
0: chlamydia is very serious. for <laughs> me to get it <laughs> um, So I'm also, canceled. here's another question for you. Is Dana completely new? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so she's brand new. She arrives with Tom Tom. Yes. Shags Max. Max is shagging Sheena and going to Palm Springs for the weekend with her. Yeah. Yeah. But Dana's like, "Mm, I don't want to do that, but I will actually go out for dinner with you. So there's going to be something going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Is Sheena going to get sticky over Max? Yeah, because she gets sticky over... Everyone.
1: I mean she can she can hold a guy's hand and like then stab a bitch. Yeah, like, she's
0: got like a touch of the fucking bunny about yes. like bunny in yes. a boiling pot about her, hasn't she? She was best friends with Adam and then she was in
2: love with Adam. So yeah. she every guy she's with Like I said, I feel for her. Like I want, I'm rooting for her so hard. And then she just goes full Sheena.
1: Yeah. She
0: disappoints you every time. Every single
1: time. Once you go full Sheena, you can't go back. You (laughs) can't (laughs) go
0: back. What does Twitter, also, what does Twitterpated mean? Did you hear that? Like it was, I think it was Dana. She was like, I can't help it. He makes me Twitterpated. And we know what that means. I have no idea what that means. I don't know. I'm not Googling
1: me- it. Mira's I'm a good 10, a 10 years younger than me, so if she doesn't know,
0: yeah, I'm like then that. That,
1: that may be 10 years younger than her.
2: I'm like a huge Twitter user, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that may be a made-up thing. But while you're looking that up, I'm quite excited about bringing new people into the mix because I feel like the old mix was getting a little stale. Yeah. Um, I kind of like Dana, actually. Like, I, I don't really like the way she's kind of okay with like him going away with another girl, but... I don't know.
2: I I like Max a lot and Dana. Um I have a theory that they're going to basically I feel like Lisa Vanderpump wants to create the menudo of Bravo TV. <laughs> and like so she's like, okay, these people it's been going on for like a decade. We need like a new fresh menudo. And so She's gonna bring in like a new crew while like slowly transitioning the old people to like Tom Tom's gonna have their own show, right? And Tom Tom's just gonna be the OG people, and Vanderpump Rules is gonna be this like slowly new cast. That's my theory, Menudo. I'm holding it down.
1: I'm okay, I mean, it'd be very on brand because doesn't yeah. Sir stand for like sexy, sexy unique, unique restaurant? Restaurant, restaurant. yeah. <laughs> Is so that'
0: what it really stands for. Yeah, yes, yeah. Sexy unique uh, restaurant. Restaurant.
1: Yeah, it's not super creative. I mean, but I mean, Sir's
0: think, not a bad name, but as soon as I know that it stands for that, it's just shit.
1: Yeah, but I think yeah. that makes sense with like your theory, Mira. That like yeah. that's where the new, younger, hotter people will go, yep. and she'll start farming out the old, I think the so. old washed up people.
2: Yeah. in different
1: restaurants.
2: Well, and they're all kind of doing like their own well, not their own things cuz Ariana and Tom's book was not really their own thing. Ariana had no business writing that book. No. And Tom probably should have been the one. Um, but they're writing books, they're doing pot they're doing their own things and kind of like they're not even like you said, they don't even work there none anymore. None of them work there anymore. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense that we're still even calling this Vanderpump Rules like what It's a whole, it's become a different beast, so she probably needs to
0: re-contain it.
1: Yeah. But fuck, it feeds my, like, drama teenage soul, man.
0: Oh, same, because they're horrible people. They are horrible people. But you know what? I've started watching, by the way, I'll come back to that, but uh, Twitterpated, are you interested? Yes. Yes. Um, It means infatuated or obsessed. Gus is still hopelessly Twitterpated by Lee in usage. Interesting.
1: I, I mean, still feel like that's a made-up word. Yeah.
0: But I like oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. it totally is. It to- yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, but going back to the fact that they're horrible people, I started watching Summer House because it's a show that we're thinking about maybe introducing. Again, right. that's yeah. the same, like full of drama and horrible people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But they're New Yorkers, which gives a nice counterbalance to and the had, L.A. they have a
0: crossover episode. They
1: have a couple crossovers. Yeah.
2: Um, that was really, that was a really boring episode. So I haven't
0: watched Summer House because I didn't like the crossover episode, but if it's like good, I'll check it out. I tell you what, I'll let you know in like a couple of days I'm on episode two. So let me get a few episodes in and I'll give you the skinny and you, and if it's not worth your time, I'll give you a Totally
1: off the, yeah, totally off the Vanderpump rules track. What I like about Summer House is that they're a little bit older and they all have like professional jobs. Yeah. And I think that's kind of interesting. In a weird way,
2: yeah. I that was the one thing that like made it hard for me to watch Vanderpump Rules at first because I was like, "So these people are just like all wanna be actors, singer people that absolutely have no business singing or acting, probably, and they're just servers because yeah. they're kind of hot, yeah, and kind of hot." I mean, like, I the entire concept. I was like, "How did I get so roped into this thing about people that have like zero real world talent?" I love it, though. Yeah. I mean, Sheena's song is the worst thing I've ever heard
0: <laughs> in my life. Sheena has a song?
1: Oh, yes, girl. Oh, you need to do try and find it? Can
0: I try and find it now? Yeah, go yeah, for it. It's okay, called Good as Gold. Maybe okay. Jimmy
1: can put it on our outro this, yes. this episode. It's called,
0: oh, don't say that. Like, if he has to do anything more than just do what he normally has to, he's going do this shit.
1: That's okay. He does a lot.
0: So it's yeah. called what? Good as Gold. Good as
2: Gold.
1: Play it on the microphone when you find it. You're
2: going <sighs> to die. And oh, then yeah, Lala's quote-unquote singing career. I don't know whose is worse. James's rapping
1: career?
2: Uh, um, none of them have an inch of musical what talent. What do super-privileged
1: okay. white British dudes have to rap about?
2: Uh, he calls himself White Kanye. So, uh,
1: uh, it all makes sense. Yeah, There we go.
0: All right, I've got it. Here we go. Play it. Let's see what, let's see what Sheena's uh, single sounds like. I'm excited. Um, obviously- Are you buffering? My Wi-Fi is...
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when it comes up, because I was also going to say, I don't know if you get this in the UK, but commercials on Bravo in the US quite often feature the Bravo celebrities, like, yeah. because they've signed on to do something. So, Lala and Sheena joint sing a song for this new movie called Like a Boss that has come out,
2: and oh, it is good. the...
1: okay. Let's let's have, go. like, a Wi-Fi war. You're
2: kidding me. There we go. See, here's, I don't ever watch those on cable, so I don't ever yeah. see commercials.
0: Here's Good as Gold. Okay. Bye!
2: Ah! note that she sang this on the pride flow and said, and I quote, the gays love me. What does
0: that sound like from Real Housewives? Yeah.
1: That's,
0: that's enough of that. I mean, okay. thank God here's for a auto-tune one. is all I can say.
1: Yeah. Okay. So here's the song that Lala and Sheena sing for the Like a Boss music video. Sorry, we've got a commercial, so let's just keep chatting through it. But yeah, so in it, In the USA, when you watch it on cable, on Bravo, you get, like, they all do commercials for Disney, because it's all the same company. So this new movie called Like a Boss is coming out, and they've done a song.
0: Okay, I'm excited. And by by excited, I mean I'd rather gouge my eyes out with a blunt spoon and pour binges. Okay. Like
1: a boss. These BFFs, don't you stand in the way of our success? So we stick together through the thick and the thin? how yeah. How we gonna win? Straight hustling.
0: Oh, stop. Make it stop. My okay, eyes are bleeding.
2: I have bleed. yeah. so
0: many things to say about that, but first <laughs> of all,
1: BFFs... They don't even like each they other. They
2: hate each other. <laughs> and... That was embarrassing. Like, I, I can't imagine looking back on that in, like, 15 years as being them proud. and being like, I'm so happy I did that.
1: Yeah. I've,
0: like, had to consciously release my sphincter because I was, like, clenching it with
1: embarrassment for, the, for these
0: girls. Like, this is I, not
1: I, good. It's not no. good. But I think it's all in their Bravo contract because Bravo is owned by NBC, who pretty much owns every. Like I think who is also Disney, so pretty yeah. much they own the world. So I think when they sign up to do these shows, I think it is part of their contract that they have to do. Also, these to be things. fair, I'm
0: going to say it. Like if Bravo said to me, "We'll pay you a gazillion pounds to do record a song," I, I'm probably going to do it. I've got to be yeah. honest. The kids need fucking shoes. I, I'm probably going to do it. So I can't. I can't begrudge I... a woman who wants to earn a buck or two. But uh, it doesn't mean we have to like it.
2: I I feel like I would be like, can we do something that I'm good at?
1: Yeah. Can we maybe use my natural talents? Spoken (laughs)
2: word. Yeah. (laughs) Slam poetry.
1: 90s rap. I can do Vanilla Ice on demand.
2: That is true. (laughs) Reagan and I just start singing like a salt and Pepper song. Do
1: you hear that, Bravo? The kids need shoes.
0: Kids need shoes. We are here for this shit. My dog needs shoes. Yeah. Satan needs a new outfit. He
1: does. He's my a cute kids little pomeranian. Need a dog.
0: I'm trying to convince Jimmy to get a dog he's not having any of it.
1: Dude, it's going to be like having a third kid. Like I think you should really think this through.
0: Does it does it like chew on my nipples till they bleed?
1: No, but they sh- <sighs> but some of them shit everywhere and you're going to have to clean it up in addition to watching two children because your husband is on tour for 6 months out of the year.
0: Okay. I think i might get a goldfish um yeah yeah okay so have is there anything else that we need to cover in vanderpump rules
1: honestly like i i think we've wrapped it up yeah a hundred percent i'm looking forward to episode two i'm i'm pretty excited to kind of have because we've been really real housewives heavy for the past few months and i'm kind of excited about vanderpump rules being back
0: me too. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Gotta say, I can't believe I haven't done it before. I feel a bit silly now. I'm sort of resisting the urge to go back and rewatch everything.
1: Oh, I think you should. I think, I think you'll you love should it
0: too. But at like, at, this is like season nine, season eight, season eight. It's a lot.
1: They're short though, and they're not as long as the housewives' seasons.
2: Honestly, though, I feel like even if you just started at like season four or five, you would be. You'll get the gist. You'd get the gist because you know not what like, I did that with Atlanta, and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like everything I've ever watched like that, like that's how I started uh, Real Houses of Atlanta for the first time. And then I went back eventually and watched the first ones. But I was like, I don't really need to like see any
0: of this.
1: Also, also,
2: I've got these
0: new um, Apple AirPod ear things, which when I have my hair down, my kids can't even see that they're in. So for all they know, I could just be watching it and just like, you know, ignore my children, but they think I'm right there. So maybe I can fit it all in. I think that's great parenting
2: yeah, it and is. great I'm, life hack. I'm
0: literally waiting for my Parent of the Year Award to come through
1: the post.
2: I think Lisa Vanderpump will be uh, honoring it with you
0: on March 1st, which is Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump Day. <there. laughs> I'm really excited. Me and LVP. It's yeah. coming
1: for me in the form of a planner as soon as I can actually get my ass to the post office.
0: Oh God, I've got like stationary fizzy knickers. I fucking love stationary. <laughs> Um, all right okay. so thank you so much for being our guest Mira we, I, how great is having a guest
1: I know it's amazing we should do this more often
0: I agree
2: I am so happy that you guys
0: had me and let me share my very extreme thoughts on all of these people we love it we love it and we're here for it so whenever you want to just let us know drop in and we can chat some more but in the meantime thank you so much for joining us thank you for listening everybody and if you want to check out the full episode that's also coming right up so enjoy it and have a great week Please subscribe, rate and review TV My Husband Hates wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TV My Husband Hates and join the Facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends. If Twitter's your thing, you'll find us at TV Husbands Hate. Theme music and production for TV My Husband Hates by Jimmy Sims.